Brendan Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back. Woo! We did it. We're out We're here. Back, baby. I'm Mercurius. I play Kyle. My frivolous flack, frivolous flack for today is that he tried to, he's not musical, but he tried to pick up guitar after he lost his arm. And the metal bits and like the servo motors with the uh, the magnetic pickups just was terrible sounding. So he stopped. He doesn't play any instruments. Noise. Sad. Yeah. Sad, but noise. <laughs> you should have been a keyboardist or something. It's too late now. Yeah, he's over it. He's not musical. Can't teach an old dog old tricks or new tricks or yeah. even like medium amount of length tricks. Can't tell him what to do. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Can I do that? Can I say that on the podcast? We'll censor it. We'll be like, hug you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> oh, I just meant the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that copyright? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll just change it to be like, hug you, I won't do what you tell me. Now it's parody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good. Fair use, baby. Let's go. Fair use. I'm Matt. I play good boy. A frivolous fact about him is that his favorite animal is a seagull. One particular seagull. Why? He saw it eating french fries and was like, man, that's really cool. I love french fries. Me and that seagull, I think, would get along really well. Did you ever interact with it? Or, I mean, have you ever been close to it? Do you see it often? No, just the once. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tarquin, and I play Phil. A frivolous fact about him is that in his home, he has a stained glass window of himself striking a heroic pose with his sword. I mean, I imagine he had to hire somebody to do that. Um, the Britstone family has an official portrait person. Do they do everything? Stained glass window, windows, paintings? The paintings, the stained glass windows, the um, official Britstone calendar every year, the stamps, everything. We're pretty big in New Albion, you know. That is merch opportunity right there. The Britstone <laughs> family calendar. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kimberly. I play Phaleon. A frivolous fact about Phaleon is her favorite sound is when Pigeon is happy. Aww. What does that sound like? You have to do the sound. I'm not doing the sound. It's just like happy little chirps. Is that what a hummingbird does? Now I don't even know. They do have little like, like little kind of squeaks almost. Little I don't know enough about hummingbirds to dispute it. So I believe it. I really should have looked it up, but I'm just going with it. It's interesting because whenever I, you know, I'm trying to get like audio for the podcast and I do hummingbirds, I'll go and I'll look through and try and find hummingbird sounds. Most of the time, it's the very low vibrating of their wings, right? The, you know, but then every once in a while, you can hear like the little like, you know, cutting in between them, but you can't just get the chirps. So they do. Okay, good. It'd be really awkward if he sounded like an air horn. I am God, and I play Riley. The most popular band in Alaspis is the Funky Town Vault Boys. The Funky Town Vault Boys. And they play folksy, country, hip-hop, pop, grunge, metal mix with a little techno dubstep in there. What's their first album called? It's called Self-Titled Suck My Butt. Nice. <laughs> Borderline experimental. Yeah. And their most popular song 
is called In the East We Go West. It stands to reason. I mean, you're already east. You're not going to go east again. There can't be more east. Oh, yeah, <laughs> You've seen it all. No way. <laughs> I'm already here. Been there, done that. If for some reason this is the first episode you're listening to, don't start here. Go back and go to episode 32 or 33. Both of those would be better starting places, though even those will have quite a bit of spoilers for the previous arc. You've been warned. If this is the first episode you're listening to, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> go to episode one, obviously. Who starts a podcast in the middle? Well, some people like to listen to where they're at so that they know what the podcast grows into. Some people are wrong. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and some people listen backwards, full reverse. Now, spoilers for people that haven't heard it. Previously, you all killed Elena or Elena, depending on how you say it. Balion and Tarquin started fighting over the Eternity Gem. Balion got her hands on it. Everything went fire. From your perspective, you all see fire and electricity shooting out of Balion. And it is licking past you. It's destroying the whole tavern. You see her start to fly up in the air. You are soon enveloped in flames and electricity. It hurts like hell. And uh, you're like that for you don't know how long. Ah! Ah! Oh, God, it burns. Ah, why am I wearing metal armor? This sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be hours could be days it could be weeks you literally have no concept of time while you are just burning and electrocuting there it is miserable eventually everything goes white you don't feel the fire and the electricity it's relief you sit up and you are in a bed and you look around and there are bunk beds all over this place it's a pretty large room not super nice looking but you know not not super shabby either not run down as you're looking about the room you see across the room somebody else sit straight up and that's mercurius hey where the hell are we do you recognize this place the pain dimension oh <laughs> well it, it seems to have stopped though so that's good but how did we get here we were just outside the frozen thing in neverfalls right yeah, this this doesn't look like the Frosty Flagon or the crater of the Frosty Flagon. No, and where's Good Boy? Where's Phaleon? What the hell is going on? Help, I need an adult. Um, can we look around? Like, can we, I don't know, search, check, or insight, insight, see if there's anything else of interest in the room? Yeah. Like, any clues as to where we are? Search, check it, baby. Okay, oh, seven. You see bunk beds, walls, two doors... Lumps in the beds. Lumps in the beds. Okay, I'm gonna. In, am I on the top bunk or the bottom bunk? Top. You're both top bunks. Nice. Yeah. Um, I am gonna like <laughs> hang my like my head over the edge and look down onto the bottom bunk. You see a small girl child. Oh, this is awkward. Um, hello, hello there. What do you want? Where are we? In bed. Um. Okay, where is the bed? What this building? Where are we? What are you doing? Stop! Don't play stupid. What year is it? I'm not it? doing anything. And if you tell anyone, I will deny it. Who's the president? Just wh where are we? Come on! <laughs> I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell him that you're gaslighting me again. 
Okay. Um, just a, oh, this, no, this is a fun game. This is a game called What Do I Know? Ooh, and you're losing at it really badly right now. So I suggest you buck your ideas up, love, and we just sort of answer the questions. Who am I? Who do you think I am? Gaslighting me again. She turns over and pulls the covers over her head. Okay, well, you've lost the game of what do I know? And everyone knows the punishment is really bad, which I will think of in a moment. (laughs) You can roll a talk check if you want. Oh, yes, let's do that. 14. Did your friends put you up to this? No. You promise? Absolutely. Cross my heart and hope to die. It's a real needle in my eye. It's a real game. Absolutely. You've never heard of what do I know? All the cool kids are playing it. We're in Auntie B's orphanage. Auntie B's orphanage. <laughs> who's <laughs> who's Auntie B? Okay, now I know that you're pranking me. We have to get up. Why'd you wake me up earlier than we have to? That's so mean. I'm going to throw my pillow at her. <laughs> Interact check. Uh, Ten. Hits into her legs. Ha, take that. Well, now I have an extra pillow. And she cuddles it into her arms. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to jump down off the bed then and just sulk. What's going on? Auntie B's orphanage. Wait, no, hang on. One last question. Wait, what? two more questions. Number one, what? remind me what's your name? Who are you? She doesn't turn around. Cool. And (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't roll over. She doesn't face you. She doesn't say anything. Okay, she's probably going to do the same for my second question, isn't she? Right, I'm going to, right, I've jumped down. I'm going to sit on her legs and I'm going to poke her and I'm just repeatedly going to say turn around 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 roll an interact check turn around turn around 15 turn around okay turn around little girl turn around turn around and she turns around and she pushes you off of your legs and onto the floor how can she do this I'm like a grown up Am I a grown-up? Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I do a search check on myself? <laughs> no, an insight. It should be insight. I'm going to do yeah. insight. <laughs> oh, my God. Eight. <laughs> uh, you know what? Eight. As you're, like, thinking about yourself, am I a child? All of a sudden, you feel like, I'm a nice kid, and I wish that I could speak up against bullies. Bullying feels very wrong to you. Wait, I think this about myself? Yeah. Okay, so I'm obviously not myself then, because that's not a Tarquin thought. (laughs) (laughs) How many arms do I have? Yeah, if I got both my eyes. Can I, yeah, can I poke (laughs) myself in the eye? I'm going to look at Tarquin. What's he doing? What's he look like? How do I know he's Tarquin? You look at Tarquin. And he looks exactly (laughs) like you think he does. He looks like normal Tarquin that you've been adventuring with. Metal arm, cool robot eye. But do we look like that to the other children? Man, you got any booze on you? This is is rough. I think we need a drink. Suddenly, a woman walks in. She's in her early 30s, wearing a dark green cloak, long sleeves, the hood's off. She's got gloves on, dark red hair down to her shoulders. Everyone, it's breakfast time. Make your beds, eat, and then go be mischief. Roll an insight. 21. 13. When she says, go be mischief, you feel 
like sick because her grammar is awful. <laughs> you feel like this is sort of a mother-like figure for you, and that be mischief actually means be a good member of the community and have fun. It's like her loving way of saying that. And then she just leaves the room. Oh, wait a minute, miss. She doesn't turn around. She just walks out. There seems to have been a mistake. I can't believe we literally just got out of one headfuck and now we're in another headfuck. Yeah. Yes. Although I am quite hungry. Should we go get breakfast? I mean, it couldn't hurt, right? What uh, What do you think they eat for breakfast around here? Like eggs, I mean, sausage, gruel bacon? or some shit. But do you know what? I'm not going to make uh, my bed. Not gruel's my bed. not. Yeah. Gruel's not my favorite. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's go have some breakfast anyway. That's that's a start. Mercurius, do you make your bed? Yeah, why not? Okay, goody two shoes. <laughs> right, what a rule follower. What a rule. <laughs> goody two arms. Whatever. <laughs> Tarquin, you start to walk away and you can't. What do you mean I can't? You can't walk away from your bed. As in, like I'm frozen in place. You feel like you have to make your bed. It's cursed. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to like loosely flap out the duvet and then I'm going to grab my pillow off that little rat on the bottom bunk and just sort of chuck it back up on the top. He's not doing like hospital corners or anything. No, <laughs> I'm not tucking the... Yeah, <laughs> I also love that you think you have a duvet. Come on, these are like scratchy <laughs> sheets. <laughs> As if like an orphanage type place would have duvets for every single child. <laughs> I'm just like, la da God, where's... Where's Crawford with the fresh linens? <laughs> uh, all right, you feel like you can leave now. Oh, good. I I, I do so. <laughs> yeah, you leave that room. You see other kids are walking down the hallway. Are you following that way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go into this large dining area, cafeteria, if you will. And the, on the table, there's a couple of options. There's a pot of porridge. There's some fruits. There's scrambled eggs. There's quite a few little options. And you see kids going and choosing whatever they want, mixing and matching what they want. Are there any, like, serving adults or, like, staff or whatever? Yeah, you just do it yourself. Oh. Pretty good menu for an orphanage. Yeah. Can't afford, du- can't afford duvets, but we've got, like, a three-course spread for breakfast. <laughs> um, I'm going to help myself to some scrambled eggs. Yeah, scrambled eggs is where it's at. Where should we sit? I don't know. Who are our friends? Apparently these children know us. I know who's not my friend. <laughs> that girl, my, that girl I share a with. <laughs> yeah. You can roll an insight. 12 for me. Ooh, 20. Nat 20. Um, I want to sit at the popular table. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're part of the popular kids, but you don't necessarily feel like you 100% belong with them. A little imposter syndrome, maybe. I mean, of course, we're, we're one of the popular kids. I mean, look at us. Mercurius, you feel like you're determined and stubborn. You're the type that if they don't get their way, they get a little upset. But you also know for sure that you are very happy with your friends. And Tarquin is one of those friends. Good. Yay, besties. Are there any empty tables that Tarquin and I can just go sit at and scratch our heads for a while? Absolutely. You go sit there. We're going to pause right there. Except we, we scratch each other's heads. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, here, let me help you with that. Just two best friends. <laughs> Good boy, you wake up in a panic. You look around the room and there are boxes kind of littered about, nice-ish furniture, and you are in a bed. It's a pretty comfortable bed, definitely has a duvet. I guess I'm going to get out of bed. Does this, like, 
You said I wake up in a panic, right? Yeah, but you you calm down quickly. Okay. Like you had a nightmare type thing. Oh, okay. Guess I'm going to look around the room. Roll a search check. Okay. Five. You're looking around. You see boxes and they have words written on them, but you can't quite read what's written on them. There's a dresser. There's nothing in the dresser. All right. Nothing. It doesn't seem like out of the ordinary to me or is just like another day. Uh, Roll an insight. Uh, That's a critical fail. You start to panic because you're not sure what's going on. Okay. I guess I'm going to leave the room to try and figure out what's going on. You leave the room. You're in a hallway. You walk down the hallway just a short way. You smell cooking. You smell food. I'm going to go toward the smell of food. You get into the kitchen and you see two people standing behind the counter and they're talking amongst each other and they see you. Ah, good morning. You're up early. Uh, good morning. You feeling okay there, champ? I don't know. You can roll another insight check. Okay, it's a 13. The woman walks up to you, puts the back of her hand to your forehead and then moves it to your cheek. She says, you feel fine. And you get the sense that this is your mama. And that other fellow over there is your papa. Okay. Well, that's good. I just kind of woke up feeling like I didn't know where I was. That can be rough. We've only lived here a couple of days. You'll adjust to it, I promise. I even saw some kids out playing yesterday. That sounds like fun. A couple of them seemed right around your age. Maybe you can be friends with them. All right. Well, first, I'm going to eat breakfast. Yeah, first eat breakfast. But today, you really have to finish unpacking. And then you need to help your little brother. And then tomorrow, if you finish all of that today, tomorrow, you can go play. All right. They serve you up breakfast. It's a nice breakfast. Poached egg. Pomegranate. Pomegranate, yes. All the nice luxuries. And then after you finish eating it, making nice little small talk. You're going to love it here. It'll be it'll be good for you. Meet some other kid, have friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You finish your breakfast and they tell you to go unpack your room. I'll go do that, I guess. You go back to your room and we're just going to pause right there. We'll go back to Tarquin and Mercurius. So you guys have finished eating. Uh, none of the ki- other kids are really interacting with you. Yeah, we just out here having breakfast. Yeah, you could even roll if you want to see if you know why they might not be interacting with you. Is that insight again? Insight, yeah. Ten. That one for me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even notice that they aren't hanging out with you or anything. <laughs> Wait, there's other kids in here? <laughs> Tarquin, you, you get the sense that maybe it's you're taller than a lot of them or your age is different or insecurities, something something you can't 100% tell there's a couple reasons in your head that you feel like maybe okay well i guess we finished breakfast by now you finished breakfast by now the rest of the kids all leave the building they start going out should we follow them yeah yeah. would she say we're supposed to be mischief we gotta be mischievous go out and be mischief and no one like no grown-ups have come and direct they just all finished breakfast and then just left yeah that's some real self-starter kids. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, should we follow them? Go outside? Be mischief? See what kind of mischief they do. I mean, I feel like we could make a little bit of mischief. What's the harm in that? We could probably do better than some dumb orphan kids anyway. Yeah, we'll show them how it's done. 
Boom. So you go outside and it's a beautiful day. Sunshiny, plants around. It's a nice, small village. Nothing too fancy. Not really electricity or anything about. Small village. How quaint. Little town. It's a quiet <laughs> village. <laughs> um, okay, can we, see, can we see any of the kids? Like, they weren't that far ahead of us. Where, what are they doing? Where have they gone? Some of them are grouped together and going off one direction. But for the most part, they're all just going different ways. They're all doing kind of their own thing. Some grouped together are doing their own things together. Anybody like toilet paper in houses or throwing eggs? Shitting on people's lawns. Kicking over garbage cans. Should we pick a group and just latch onto them? Yeah. Which group? Like the most timid looking or like the best, the most the mischievous best. looking? <laughs> the best looking. The best looking children. The best children. <laughs> and you're going to jail. This was all Wait, 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 wait. Hold, wait, hold on. <laughs> Chris Hansen, what are you doing here? <laughs> are there any like pairs that we can just team up with to be a four? Like if we're used to bumming around as a four? Yeah, a pair of pairs. I could go for a pear. Were there any pears on the fruit in the breakfast? I'll roll for pears. <laughs> yeah, there were pears. There were pears. Good. I'm satisfied. That's all I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Can we find a, another twosome and follow them? Are there any two? Yeah. You start following two. You see them walk in. Occasionally, they'll see a piece of garbage on the ground and they pick it up and put it in their pocket. And later, when they pass a garbage can, they put it in the garbage can. You see them being real nice to other villagers in the area, adults, and the adults are real nice back to them. As you pass some of the villagers, good morning, out for your morning stroll. I, fl- I fly kick the first old lady that we see. <gasps> you try to roll an interact check. Eight. You start to do it, and then it turns into a skip, and you do a little skip right by them. Oh, I'm so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> Um, uh, I would like to, if I if I can, the garbage can that they were like putting garbage in their pocket and then throw it in away. I'll be like, that's not that's not mischief at all. And I'm gonna pull a grenade and drop it in there. <laughs> uh, roll an interact check. Okay, seven, eight, nine, nine. You pull out a grenade, you drop it in there, and as it's falling, it turns into a piece of paper, a dirty piece of paper. Dirty as in like it's got cocks on it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just the dirty dirt literal dirt uh, can i i would like to go back to the old lady that i just skipped past hello old lady and um, can we play a game it's called what do i know it's one of the games that we play at the orphanage do you want to help me pick some vegetables today only if each time i pull up a vegetable i get to ask you one question isn't that fun how about every Three vegetables. How about every two? That's my final offer. And let's face it, love, you are getting on a little bit. So I'd be doing you a favor and saving you from, like, I don't know, dementia. So we're, like, helping each other out, aren't we? Thanks so much. You always are so helpful. Aren't Such I a just? sweet boy. Yep, that's me. Show me to your vegetable patch then, madam. You walk down a little bit and you start, uh, do you start picking vegetables? Oh, it's very overgrown. <laughs> yeah, it is. Would you... Mind, and she looks at you, Mercurius, picking some of those weeds. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. We'll uh, we'll learn some stuff. It takes a village, right? Yeah, to raise an idiot. That's me. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, Sonny. What a sweet old lady. Can I ask questions, too, if I have any? 
Yeah, every three weeds. Every three weeds. Okay, I'll do it. All right, you guys start picking. Roll me a d4. Two. Uh, one. Mercurius, you get two sets of weeds, enough to ask two questions, and Tarquin, you get enough to ask one question. I keep picking up rocks instead of vegetables. She's just planted rocks, this silly cow. What town are we in? What is this What is this town called? <laughs> oh, silly. How long have you been here? No, you that's know. not the game. That's not the game. It's called What Do I Know? You don't question us, you just answer the questions. Roll an insight. I don't think they can answer, uh, but I don't think that because I rolled a four for insight. Eight. Hey, so Tarquin, it's too late. She already has dementia. Oh, no. Then I can give her the rocks and she will still think they're vegetables. Yes, I get to ask you <laughs> nine questions. <laughs> All right, you bring over some vegetables. You do get your one question. Okay, don't forget Mercurius still has another question. No, wait, she didn't answer the first one. To her, she did. She thinks she did. What do you think of Auntie B, who runs the orphanage? She's lovely. She takes care of all of you kids. She's great. I mean, she founded this place, her and her friend. The both of them are great. What do you think of her? Well, she's a bit abrasive. She's not very chatty, is she? A bit like you, madam. Can I prod her? Is she a robot or something? Is she a mimic? <laughs> you can roll inside on that. Uh, 16. No, she's human. What's your second question, dearie? How many human arms do I have? You selfish bastard. What a waste of a question. She laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> You're such a silly little boy, aren't you? You've got eight of them. Oh, no. You're just a little spider here in my garden. I'm going to squish you, you little I'm cutesy. A... Oh, Jesus. I'm not really. You've got two. You've got two arms. It's okay. Two human arms. I was just... Human flesh, flesh, blood, skin, that sort of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cool. Tarquin. We'll stop right there. We're back to good boy. Have you been putting away stuff from boxes? Yes. We'll say that you've finished. Okay. And then next they told you to help your little brother. Well, I'll go do it. Yeah, you leave the room, you kind of look around, uh, start wandering, you find your little brother in his room. It's a little bit smaller than yours, but just as nice. And he's still got a lot of boxes that he's slowly unpacking. I mean, he has one box. He is very little, five, six years old, maybe. Okay. And he's stopped and he's playing with something that he pulled out of a box. I think I'm probably a little frustrated by that. What, what are you doing? You're supposed to be putting stuff away. He's a little quiet, but he looks at you and says, I, I am. I just got to play with them a little bit. Well, no, you have to put them away. Why? I'm not going to do all of this for you. I'll help. You have, to, you have to do some of it, too. Stop playing with that. Playing with it is putting it away. It's going to end up on my floor eventually. You can play with it on the floor later, then. Roll a talk check. 13. Fine. But I'm happy just being here. I heard mom and dad tell you that you can't go make friends until you finish helping me. So I'm just going to go a little bit slow. And he grabs a toy out and slowly walks across the room. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to grab a box and dump it out on the floor. No, that's a good idea, actually. Good thinking. Goes up, grabs a box, and dumps it on the floor, too. <sighs> that's not what I was... It's not, you need, just, just put it away. <laughs> um, I think I just want to cut right there of you okay. having to like deal with this child. 
you get the feeling this is going to be an all-day process. Yeah. Mercurius and Tarquin, what do you do for the rest of the day? I reckon we follow these kids. We keep expecting to see mischief, but they're actually just doing, like, good deeds. Like, helping out, tidying up, fetching things for people. They're, like, it's really, like, just dull. And every time we try and sabotage it, like, with the bin and the grenade, and the st- it just turns into, you know, innocent, childish, you know, fun Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Anytime you start to ask people questions, you feel like you don't get the answers that you're looking for, but you get answers, but they're not at all helpful. You just get this whole runaround all day. Eventually, sun is starting to set. You feel like it's time to go back. Can it be like Resident Evil 4 where the bell rings and everyone just walks into the church? (laughs) What is it, bingo night? You do. You hear a bell. All the children come playing, running, walking, various speeds back to the orphanage. What would happen if we didn't? What if we, like, stayed out? What if we go find a pub? (laughs) Yeah, the village has got to have a pub. Roll an interact check. You can both do it. 11. I got an 18. Tarquin, you can't help but start walking back. Mercurius, you can stop and sort of walk in a different direction, but the entire time you feel like you have to go the other way and it's gnawing at you damn i hate it i'm just like i really want to come with you but i can't i seem to be just going this way (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying real hard oh this isn't working i am stubborn and determined though not me me but not me is stubborn and determined inside it insight insight okay yeah 20 nat 20 and nat 20 oh wow look at you rolling As far as you can tell, you want to go back to the orphanage. And there's nothing that they're determined about right now. Okay, so quote unquote me is determined to go home. Me, real me, IRL, a real one, wants to go to the pub. But I'm not very determined as real me. What would happen if one of us were to try and summon our mech? Ooh, I reckon, I reckon Gladys and Pancake, like, just in the middle of dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else sees a stuffed animal. Yeah. Oh, you bought a big bunch of balloons for everyone. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, I'm on autopilot. I'm just drifting back to the orphanage anyway. Tarquin's almost to the orphanage at this point. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him. Wait, wait for me. I can't, I can't go to the pub. It's not working. I would wait for you, but I can't stop moving. I'm just like, bye. (laughs) You catch up to him. You go inside. You go to the kitchen again, the cafeteria type area. There's these uh, mushroom steaks there with some other little vegetables around. Mm. And by mushroom steak, I mean like a hearty sized mushroom. Not like, you know, like this would be as big as your hand. There's a slab of mushroom. I like mushrooms. And there's a sauce on it. Sauce. A sauce, a nice sauce. Got a, good, got a nice sauce. Yeah, anyway, I'm just going to fast forward it because... Yeah, we're eating mushrooms. We've got a lot to do. Yeah, you're eating mushrooms. You end up going to bed and jump over to Good Boy. Good Boy, you finally finish. It took all day. You had lunch, you had dinner, but you had to keep going back and helping your little brother. And your parents tell you, well, tomorrow after breakfast, you can go and you can go and try and make some new friends, okay? Okay. I'm not going to have to help him again, am I? feel like I have to do everything for him. He comes into the room. You do not 
I'm more helpful than you. That's right. You are. You're a very helpful boy. You're going to help us with the garden tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah. You're just going to go play. I'm in a garden. Dude, your brother's an idiot. I spent all day cleaning your room, so it's about time you do something. He doesn't know how to respond to that and uh, just kind of stands there, then gets on a seat. No, it's bedtime. It is past your bedtime. Both of you go to bed. Okay. The little boy scurries off to bed. You scurry off to bed. And then you you all go to sleep. Fire and electricity rains your dreams. You wake up the next day. You go through that same kind of routine. Good boy, we'll start with you. It's the next morning. You get up. Your parents are like, go and see if you can't make some new friends. Okay. I'll go do that then. You leave. As you leave, you've got a nice little yard there. The soil in front of it looks a little bit tilled. There's not a fence or anything, but the place actually looks a little bit nicer than the average house in this little village that you're in. Nice. Take that, orphan kids. (laughs) Yeah, you genuinely think that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm just going to go look around the town. Yeah, you start walking around. There's adults. You start to see a couple of kids here and there, but they're much younger than you. And then eventually you see in the street Tarquin and Mercurius. Desperately trying to get up to mischief, but we can't. (laughs) (laughs) Do I recognize them? Yeah, instantly. You recognize them as Tarquin and Mercurius. And you both see him and you see Good Boy standing there. Tie-dye Skaggs t-shirt. Hey, Good Boy. boy. (laughs) There he is. Hey, uh, this is the first time that I realized that something weird was going on. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried doing anything Good boy Every time I try and get a gun out, it turns into a balloon animal. This is the first time that I've realized that I was myself. So no, I've spent the last two days cleaning a small child's room. (laughs) So no. We live in an orphanage. Yeah, we're orphans now and we don't get to do anything fun. It's horrible. Oh man, I don't know what's going on. Hey, do you guys have like fire and pain lightning dreams too? You having that? Is that happening? Yes. I mean... Yeah, but that's not anything out of the ordinary for me. (laughs) Just regular good boy dreams. Yeah. That's all I I mean. I just want to know if you guys had those too, because, you know, I don't know where to go with that. Well, what do we remember? Do we remember Thalion grabbing the stone and all the lightning and shit, right? Yeah, you remember all that. So, okay. Obviously, we are not. This is not real. I suspect this is another mind trick that we need to break out of. Yes, but nobody's nobody's sending us on any quests, and we're not losing any HP, I think. And we can't do anything vault huntery at all. Did Phaleon do this to us? On not on purpose, right? She wouldn't do that. No, but she was intent on grabbing that stone. Did she know what it would do? No, we can't think like that. She's one of us. Yeah, one of us. One of <laughs> us. Her name is Phaleon Paulson. <laughs> uh, right what are we what are we gonna do well we got us three where is she at we gotta find her do you think she's here in the village let's go knocking on some doors we can pretend to be doing mischief girl scout cookies you said it was like a small village right god yep it's a pretty small village so there can't be that many houses probably less than two dozen houses cool so we we could split up and go canvassing there's other buildings too but like 
that's the gist of the houses, like residential. Uh, but you go around and you knock on doors. Most of the time, people aren't in their houses. They're outside doing something. You see people helping to repair buildings or building a new building or expanding the, the garden area, the farm, digging trenches. Wait, digging trenches for what? Trench warfare. Like irrigation trenches. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, and, and you notice too, nobody has weapons here. It's all very calm, very peaceful. It seems like a very tight community. You spend the whole day kind of looking for answers and same type of thing of you don't really get any answers. People are very nice to you. The end of the day, you all get that urge to go home, except for good boy. Good boy, you don't. I don't get the urge to go home? Yeah. Okay. You guys go to the orphanage, Tarquin and Mercurius. Good boy, you're kind of just like, uh, I want to hang out a little. While you're out in the streets, this woman, early 30s, wearing a dark green cloak, hood off, long sleeves, gloves on, dark red hair down to her shoulders, comes up to you and says, oh, uh, are you part of the new family that just moved in? Yes. Yes. My name is Bridget. Nice to meet you. She holds out her hand for a handshake. First, I kind of look at it and then I'll shake. She notices that you were hesitant. and She says, that's smart. You've got to be careful who you trust because you never know. But you're in a safe place here. I know this isn't the most ideal, but we are we're all here for the same reason, right? For one reason or another, we lost our home and we're here and we're going to help each other out. That's what we do here. But still, you got to be careful who you trust. Right. I don't remember losing my home. Did I lose my home? <laughs> Roll insight. 16. You get the feeling that the reason you're there is that your family got the heads up about something going down in the city that you were in before. And you got out before anything bad happened. Oh, okay. So you managed to get quite a few stuff. As you were going about the day, you noticed that everything else is a lot more humble, but your place, you have a little bit more exquisite stuff. Things like that. Mm. Also, I'm going to add this onto your insight, is that you feel a little feisty. Okay. I don't know. I guess it makes me feel a little bit better than everybody else then. <laughs> oh, she laughs at that. That's okay. Honestly, if you have something, if you have a leg up on people, that's part of who you are. And some people have that because of where they came from. Some people have to build that up. I hope that some of the kids that I help can build that up. But for the most part, you got to do your own work. I, I get that. Just don't let it make you become lazy, okay? I don't think I will be allowed to be lazy, but I'll keep that in mind, I guess. This has been a fun conversation. I got to go, but you take care. And she walks away towards like the outskirts of the town. Okay. Eventually you go back to your house and then you go off to bed. Day three, you all get up, you do your morning stuff. You end up meeting back up same place as you did before, pretty much. It's becoming the meeting spot for you. Somebody else comes up. It's a woman who's in her mid thirties, long brown hair, flowy shirt. I see that you're making friends already. She points to you. Good boy. I think that's great. Yeah. How are you liking it? Uh, it's okay so far. I'm used to things being a little bit nicer, honestly, but it's fine. Nice, that's relative. Nice is having a community that helps take care of you. Nice is feeling like you're a part of something bigger. Right. 
I guess I meant less dirty. She laughs at that. What, dirty like with cocks all over it. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs and looks at uh, you two, Mercurius and Tarquin. You're being mischief, not causing mischief, right? I mean, we're trying real hard. What does the word mischief mean to you? Who are you? That's an Auntie B thing. Auntie B says, be mischief. I don't love the saying, but it's how she wants to do it. Is it an acronym? Is it like be mice, like nice, but with an M? No. She turns to good boy. Be mischief is where you are a part of a community. A mischief takes care of each other. So you need to be a mischief. You need to take care of your neighbors. Look out for each other. Be a good part of this community. It's not causing mischief. Okay, but you didn't answer my question. Who who are you? Is this a game again? Yes. You love your games. What, are you the same woman that I spoke to before? No, you're not. How do you know I love my games? Who are you? Yes, let's play. We talk, we interact. Of course I know who you are. I didn't forget you. I know we haven't seen each other for a couple days, but it's okay. I'll let you get to it. You all have a good day. I've got to go help repair a roof. You, madam, are frustrating. (laughs) She walks away. Oh, this village is full of people that talk a lot, but say absolutely fuck all. So rest of the day, you spend it. What are you doing? Broad strokes it. I would like to, at some point, grab one of the other orphan children and say, hey, do you remember being a vault hunter? (laughs) Are you a vault hunter? Just shake him. We're not supposed to play vault hunter. You know that. Okay, that's fine. That's it's good. That's all I needed to know. I'm sorry. Sorry for shaking you. What happens if we walk to the outskirts of town? I'm suspecting there'll be some we'll just we'll hit a barrier or something. We won't be allowed out, will we? I mean, you want to do it? We'll try it. I'll yes. follow you. In true Tarquin style, I'm going to right, I'm going to imagine it's like a single track. I'm just going to run full pelt as fast as I can to the exit of the village. Good boy and Mercurius, are you just watching? Are you kind of tagging along, running alongside? What are you doing? I want to tag along, but I don't, like, maybe a few paces behind. <laughs> yeah. I'm also following, but I'm, like, feeling with my hands out in front of me. The three of you are running towards the woods. You're surrounded by woods, so you're running to the tree line. You keep running. You're into the woods just a little bit. You keep running, and then you... Mercurius and good boy, you see Tarquin just disappear in front of you. Not disappear into the trees or the bushes, but just in an instant, gone. Like literally just, he's gone. As if somebody hit stop record and then record after they had moved, right? On an old VHS tape. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Whoa, movie magic. It's amazing special effects. Do you stop running, I assume? Or do you keep running into it? We could talk about it, but we could also, also disappear. I mean, that seems like... It's for science, you know? We gotta figure we gotta figure out what happened. Yeah. Uh I think I'm gonna stop. There you go. I'm going in. Yeah, Mercurius disappears. Ooh. Okay. I guess I'll go too. Okay, you go through. All three of you burning electricity, pain, awfulness. And it's not just for overnight type thing. It's a little bit of the day. It's for the remainder of that day, overnight, and then you wake up in your beds. Same nightmare. Calm down a little. Then day four, y'all are hanging out. Mid-morning, you're out in the village, and all of a sudden, everything just turns into woods. And you are in the middle of the woods. All three of you, you've got guns. Aha! Something new, something different happened. Hmm. 
I'm just going to fire my gun into the air just to make sure it's not going to shoot bubbles or a flag that says bang or anything ridiculous like that. No, it, it shoots bullets. Huh. Sick. Right, let's go and shoot everyone in that village. Let's commit an atrocity. Come on, guys. It's been a while. No, um, although if we did go back, is it worth seeing if everyone treats us the same? Like whether they still see us like little children or whether they will treat us differently now that we have obviously broken? Or are we only going to be like this as soon as we cross back into the village? I don't know how it works. Do we even know where the village is? Do we have a sense of direction? Oh, we just randomly in the woods. We're not like in the woods where we ran to yesterday. Yeah, roll an insight. 14. 8. 17. Mercurius, you just feel like you're kind of along for the ride. You feel a little aggressive. Tarquin and good boy, you feel real aggressive, hungry. You feel like you need to shoot stuff. It's been too long since you've spilled blood. Hmm. Hmm. It also, I'm going to say, good boy, it doesn't feel like the same day. It's midday. When you vanished, it was mid-morning. It's it's a lot cloudier. It feels very different. I think it's a different day. Also, I think I want to kill somebody. And just as you say that, these little shroomlets are running towards you. These shroomlets are just little small, thick, with two Cs. They have kind of an off-white body, big red cap, mushroom cap, right? Uh, They are mushrooms, but have arms and legs. They got a booty that don't stop, and they're running towards you, kind of just scattered. Running, like, aggressively get them. Running, like, being chased. Running, like, it's the annual Shroomlet Marathon. I'm going to let your insight roll and say, you don't give a shit what they're doing. Maybe they're running from something, but you feel like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to clap some mushroom cheeks right about now. (laughs) How overriding is the compulsion to kill? Should we feel bad about this or should we be like, let's do it? (laughs) Shroomlets are somewhat common out there in Alaspis to some extent. You kill them. I mean, they can be aggressive. People will kill them for food. Are they, okay, so they're not like sentient beings. They're like animals. They ride that line between like sentient and animals, right? Okay. I don't think I've got any grenades. No, you just have your guns. Good boy has a shotgun and then you two have SMGs. It's not Babs or Claudette, it's just a machine gun. Yeah. Open fire on the shroomlets then. Everybody? Yeah, get them. Yeah. Uh, Everybody roll an accuracy roll. 14. 10. I also got a 14. Ooh, nice. Nice shot, guys. Mercurius, you kill one. The others kill two each. So a total of five of them. And after this bloodlust is kind of calmed, you think and realize, well, what were they running from? A bigger mushroom? Maybe there's something that can satiate this fuel for combat. Something more worthy of your skills. What's a mushroom's natural predator? Um, orphans. I mean, we did eat mushroom dinner. We did mushroom steaks. Was that was that shroomlets? <laughs> yeah, we'll kill. We killed. Let's kill. Let's walk in the direction that they were running from. Yeah. Yeah, you go that way. Eventually, you come across one dead shroomlet, and it's just laying there. Dead. Hmm. Roll a search check. I only got a seven. I got a three. <laughs> Six. (laughs) You look at the body and you can't tell what killed it. No obvious markings. This one's already dead. It would be kind of hard to like 
because a wound on a mushroom do they bleed i don't think like they're not gonna they don't have blood it's a mushroom i mean there is a little bit of blood yeah oh mushroom blood yeah, a little mushroom blood gross brown juice to have. how big are they can i will it go in my pocket uh no they're they're big they're probably like half your size maybe maybe a little bit taller than half of you okay so we don't know how it died and there's no sign of what killed it i'm gonna poke it see if it's a mimic definitely dead can we see where it came from trail of blood it's pretty much dead right where it is just right where it was we just keep heading the direction that we already were yeah we could either, we could either keep going that way or we could fan out that might be good yeah okay you start fanning out then behind you from the bushes something emerges and you hear running off the direction that you came from there you go. Let's get that. Get him. Go. go. Let's, let's chase. Yeah, let's yeah. Run towards that. Kill. You start running off that direction, and then all of a sudden, fire, lightning, pain. Ah! It keeps happening. When you come to, it is evening, and you are all pretty much getting ready for bed. What, like back in like our house slash orphanage? Yep. God fucking damn it. And it feels like a significant amount of time has gone by again, like a day and a half. Oh, oh, you guys, missing time, excruciating pain. This is aliens. It's a UFO abduction. <laughs> <laughs> can I, right, can I try, so is Bunk friend in her bed? Yeah, she's crawling into bed right now. Everybody's getting into bed. Good boy, you're already at your house. Hey, um, Bunk friend, I'm sorry I was mean to you the other day, or like two weeks ago, or whatever, how long ever it was. Time's been a bit weird. You're always nice. Oh, okay. I was going to say that I've hit my head and can't remember some key details about my life, but it seems you have too. Besties. Right. If you were to describe my behavior over the last like day and a half, two days, because I'm writing a story in my journal, what would you say? How would you describe me and my good friend Mercurius over in the other bunk there? Like, what, what have we been like the last couple of days? Real talk. That is a critical fail. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, oh, you're playing games again. Well, good night. And she gets into bed. All right. Yeah, you finish questioning. You feel like it's time for bed. I don't want to go to sleep. That's when we catch on fire and get electrocuted. I, I, I feel like I can't resist. Like, I'm already, like, even as I'm talking, I'm climbing up into my bunk and getting under the covers. (laughs) Oh, this sucks. Fluff the pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I lie down and go to sleep, I guess. You guys go through this cycle of days, fire and lightning sleep, day, fire and lightning sleep, and you do this a couple more times. But in the meantime, we're going to go and catch up with Phaleon. Welcome to Somewhere in the Middle of the Episode, where we do ads and promo swaps and whatnot and who's it's. So real quick, just want to say thank you for listening this far. Bunkers and Badasses is made by Nerdvana Games. So go to their website, check it out. You can probably still get a deluxe edition that comes with miniatures, a board, a dry erase map, standees, and all sorts of fun things in it. So go to nerdvanagames.com, check it out. You can support us directly on Coffee. There'll be a link in the episode description in the link tree at the very least. Huge shout out to Kyle, who does our music, as well as Shard13, X-I-I-I. They also do a lot of our music, and we are so grateful to them because it is amazing. I love being able to put original music into the show. All right, that's it. There might be an ad after this and some promo swaps from other shows. Enjoy the rest of the episode.
At last, I have reached the tallest peak in all the world, where the wisest person lives. Finally, I'll get the answers I seek. Welcome. I am the wisest person in the world. Ask me your question. What is my purpose in life? What should I be doing to achieve pure happiness? You must stream Game Master Monday. Come again. Game Master Monday, the bi-weekly podcast that plays a new one-shot in a new system in a new setting with a new cast every episode. Listening to their funny jokes and wild stories is the only path to happiness, my child. Sick. I'm going to go home and binge the whole thing right now. What a nice kid. Oh dear, he fell off the mountain. Now they'll never know how good Game Master Monday is. Phaleon, you have been there a couple of days, enjoying your time. It feels like home. We join you one day. Outside, sun is shining. You're in this beautiful field of wildflowers, and you're picking them to make your weekly bouquet. What kind of flowers are you picking? I would say, like, tulips, maybe some daisies. Beautiful. What colors? Like, pink, yellow, white... You finish picking them, and you go up to this woman who is just watching you. She's in her mid-30s, long, sun-kissed, brown hair. Half of her hair is braided back. She has this loving, warm smile on her face. She's wearing this long-sleeve, light-blue shirt that flows in the wind. And she's got bandages on her right hand from the knuckles, and then it kind of goes up into her shirt and then you can also see some bandages up her neck as well you know she always has that bandaged can we look for my favorite (sighs) my sweet little hibiscus i don't know that we will find any here they don't really grow around here oh okay i know but that new family that came they brought some of their gardening stuff. Supposedly, they had a pretty lush garden and they brought some of their own flowers. So maybe they'll have some. It's going to take a couple days for them to get those ready and planted. We'll just have to see. Maybe they'll let you have one. Okay, I can't wait. These are lovely. And she takes them from you and starts to arrange them. Hun, do you want to talk about your nightmare? Been having a lot of nightmares lately? I don't think I want to talk about them yet. That's okay. You don't have to. I can tell it's kind of weighing on you. But of course, your own time. Take your time when you're ready. And if you never feel like talking about it, that's okay too. But I'm here for you. Thanks. You know what? I could use your help this week. And she finishes arranging the flowers and wraps them in paper and hands them back to you. Do you want to help me out? Of course. Great. We'll start tomorrow. And you both go back to the house. Go ahead and replace those flowers on your bedside with these. And then you can play until dinner. Okay, I do that. Yeah, you go up in your room. You replace the old flowers that are on your nightstand. Yeah, and I take the old flowers and I put them upside down so that they can dry. Whoa, that's fancy. Okay, yeah. Do you have a collection of other flowers, dry flowers? Yeah, they're just like hung sporadically around my room. Wow, love it. Do you want to just skip to the next day? Yeah. You go to bed, you have your whole fire and lightning nightmares going on, uh, but you wake up and everything's back to normal. You're at ease again. You do breakfast, you're with your mom, and then you start walking out. 
As our community grows, so do our needs. We need to expand the garden so we can grow more food. Bigger garden means we need to expand our irrigation ditches. So either you can help me dig ditches. If you think you're feeling nice and strong, you are getting pretty big and strong. Or you can help till the earth and loosen up some soil so that we can plant some seeds in there or something else if you want. What do you feel like doing? How do you feel like helping us out? Uh, I'm feeling pretty strong today. I'm going to dig some dig some holes, dig some ditches. Great. Let's go grab a shovel. And you go to a supply shed. You grab a shovel. She grabs a hoe and a shovel as well. And then you both start digging. She's digging alongside you. Other people are walking around, talking to her. People come up and talk to you. They're all just so friendly to you. Uh, Roll an insight. An eight. Yeah, I mean, you can't really tell for sure how they actually feel about you. You know, you're, you're a little girl. You worry that maybe people don't really like you. But you can tell that they really love and admire your mom. Roll me a interact check. Seven. You are trying to get and dig into the earth and it's not going so well. So your mom is chopping up the dirt with her shovel, loosening it up a lot for you so that you can get little bits of dirt out. Do you keep going? Do you get frustrated? What do you do? How do you react to not not being able to dig this very well? I feel like I'm a little frustrated, but because she's helping me, I feel still content with what I'm doing. Perfect. She smiles. You two talk. And just have a lovely time while you're doing this because you're doing it together. She never frowns. She never complains. When people come up to talk to her, she will give them her full attention. And you do this kind of all day and until it's done. And then you flow some water through it. It floods over, floods into the new area where somebody else was chopping up soil and planting seeds. And the flood irrigation's working. It's looking good. You did great work today, my little hibiscus. Thanks. I'm getting really strong. You are. It's incredible. I'm so proud of you. You didn't even complain once. When I was your age, oh, I would have been complaining the entire time. I probably wouldn't have even done this. So you're the best, kid. Thanks. I like helping. This community is something I'm really proud of. It's important that you're a part of it. I'm glad that you can find such joy in all of these people coming together who wouldn't have homes without this. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I forget. You're only 10. This is a lot to put on you. Let's go home. Uh, You go home, eat dinner and hang out, whatever you're doing. Go to bed. Fire lightning dreams. Wake up. Next day, you do your whole morning routine. You go, you're walking in the streets and uh, your mom's saying somebody's roof collapsed overnight. Luckily, no one was hurt. Do you want to help me fix it today? Absolutely. Awesome. We'll go check and see what supplies we need to get. And we'll go from there. You get to this house and you can see part of the roof had caved in and there's an older man standing there and says, you're too kind. This would take me all week with how fast I'm moving these days. And he looks at you up and down, Phelion, and look at you. You're you're so strong, just like your mom. Enjoy it while you can, because one day you're going to be old and frail like me, (laughs) but hopefully not too soon. I just look at him and smile uncomfortably. He smiles not uncomfortably, like as if your uncomfortable smile was a genuine smile. (laughs) Totally oblivious. Your mom is looking at stuff, kind of taking inventory and says, all right, my little hibiscus, go ahead and start clearing this. I'm going to go grab the supplies that we need and I'll be right back and we'll start repairing it. But first, we've got to clear it all out. Okay, I start 
picking up little pieces. <laughs> Is that all you do? Like she's gone for maybe like two hours or so. Yeah, I just not feeling it today. Just picking up small pieces slowly. She gets back. Roll an interact check. 19. You cleared out a good amount of the small debris. And when she gets back and looks at it, hmm, hun, did you not try very hard today? I just like try and avoid her eye contact and just say, yeah, I tried really hard. Are you trying to lie? Yeah. Okay, roll a talk minus three because you're not making eye contact. Okay, well, if I take away three, that's a one. (laughs) She knows immediately. You worked so hard yesterday. You don't seem that sore. You're fine. You're moving about. I'm a little disappointed, hun. It's just these dreams I'm having. They kind of hurt. They hurt my body. Well, do you want to talk about it? No. (laughs) Okay. Are you hurting right now? No, I feel fine right now. Just not really into this right now. Okay. Well, do you want to help me for the rest of the day still? I mean, I guess I can try. Well, it'll be fun. The two of us together. Okay. I'll be here the rest of the day. It'll be you and me. I won't leave you alone again. Okay. I guess I'll pick up bigger pieces. Thanks. And she starts arranging some of the supplies she brought. Eventually comes and helps you clear out the rest of the big pieces and preps the roof and starts repairing it. Has you up on the roof and you're helping nail pieces in, add little shingles, those types of things. Uh, And you do that for the rest of the day. Eventually you go to bed, fire, lightning, wake up. Everything's fine now. You do your whole morning routine. You go out into the village. You're approaching a hut and your mom pulls out a key. And unlocks the door, opens it up, and inside you can see some medicine, some food, and some bows and arrows, some swords, a couple of little weapons, but not a lot of weapons. Are you ready to go hunting? Yes. But first I want to try and sneak one of the small weapons. Okay. Go ahead and roll a sneak check. 17. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. What small weapon do you take? Just like a small dagger. Great. Yeah. You grab this small dagger... Where are you hiding it? In my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not very smart. Well, she grabs two bows, quite a few arrows. She grabs a backpack. She starts putting some food and different supplies in there. Grabs two rolls of sleeping bags and a tent. Packs a little smaller bag for you uh, and hands it to you. Where are we going? We can't hunt close to home, so we're going to have to hike a little ways. Okay. Will it be super long or just kind of long? I think you're fine walking. Are you being a little dramatic, my little hibiscus? Mom. When we go hunting, we have to go a ways away. We're going to be gone for at least a day. Okay. It depends on what we can find. You in it to win it? Yep. Let's do this. All right, let's go. Yeah. You walk most of the day. It's getting evening time and you set up camp and she has you help. What are you going to do for your part of setting up camp? I'm going to roll out the sleeping bags. Just out on the dirt? (laughs) Yeah, that's my contribution. You do that and she says, "Uh, we got to do the tent first. Okay. Unless you want to sleep dirty. Do you want dirt in your hair? And she grabs some dirt and she throws it towards you. Just like a friendly way in your hair. I brush it off and I was like, fine, we can sleep in a tent. Yeah. That's what I thought. You don't want bugs in your hair. Ew. So do you want to do the tent? 
Yes. Roll an interact check. 16. You managed to put it together. You're pretty smart. She doesn't even need to help you at all. That's right. Wow. Great job, kiddo. Now we put the sleeping bags in there. I moved the sleeping bags into the tent. Great. I guess I'm just doing all the work today. Yeah, you're right. I'll just do what I'm doing here. Cooking, making this fire. And you look and sure enough, she has a fire. It's going. She has food on there that's cooking. But if you don't want any food, you little sassy pants. Okay, I do want to eat, so. All right. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think you earned it. You know, you talked back to me a little bit, but I liked it. (laughs) Reminds me of me. What are we eating? It's mostly cooked vegetables. There's zucchini and mushrooms. My favorite. I know. I brought it just for you. Can we eat now? Yes. She serves you up a plate of it. Serves herself up a plate. You guys eat, chat. Are you still having those nightmares? Yeah, they're kind of weird. Like nothing really happens. I just feel like, like pain. Do you wake up in pain? Once they're over, I feel fine. Is it a scary dream? Is somebody hurting you in the dream? There's no one there. What is it? It's just... Fire and lightning. Roll an insight check. Six. Uh, Your mom kind of thinks for a minute, lets out a long sigh. I'm sure that it's nothing, kiddo. You'll grow out of it. A lot of people get nightmares. And eventually they just fade. I hope you're right. I'm proud of you for telling me. I mean, you kept asking, so. Well, I am your mom, so I do get a little pushy sometimes. But I love you. Oh, mom. And then she grabs a little dirt, throws it in your hair playfully. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to have to wash my hair sooner than I regularly would. (laughs) The rest of the night, you know, you just have that nice time. Eventually you go to bed. You have your fire and lightning dreams. You wake up and immediately your mom is holding you when you wake up from your nightmare. She brushes your hair, flicks her hand, gets a couple pieces of dirt off of her hand that she pulled out of your hair. But then you go out and clean up camp and you start looking around and eventually you come across some tracks. You're sneaking, sneaking, and you come across some shroomlets. Wouldn't you know it? And there are quite a few of them, 10, 12. You can't quite count. They're moving around. They're short. You're short. Your mom looks at you, puts her finger to her mouth, giving you the shh, crouches down and she hands you a bow. I take it, and I'm a little nervous. She starts to move a little bit closer, but slowly. So go ahead and roll a sneak check. Nine. You start to make some noise, and she stops you. She holds on for a second, waits. You see the shroomlets kind of look around for just a second, and then go back to doing what they're doing. I think this is as close as we're going to get. This is how we get a lot of food. We grow our own garden, yeah, but... We've got to also kill to eat sometimes. Do you think you can do that? I think so. And a little tear falls from my eye. She wipes it away and says, our village is growing. It's going to take a little bit for the garden to grow. And then we'll have enough food. But we really need this type of food, too. I know it's going to feel bad, but you've got this. Okay, my sweet little hibiscus. Okay. And then she draws an arrow out and she hands it to you. And she draws out an arrow for her and holds up the bow that she brought for her. Yours is a little mini bow. It's a cute little bow. <laughs> Hers is a little more powerful looking. You gonna try and shoot a shroomlet? 
Yeah, I'm going to try. Roll for accuracy. That's a five. You take aim. You're shaking. You're very nervous. You let it go. It goes very wide. It hits into a tree. It doesn't even go into the tree. It just like bounces off. Yeah, it just bounces right off of it. The shroomlets start to react and your mom, she lets go of the arrow that she's readied and it goes right into a shroomlet. It falls down instantly and the rest of the shroomlets scatter into the forest. We got one. I don't think we're going to be able to carry much more than that, sweetie. So why don't you come with me? We'll get our arrow and then we'll take this back. Sounds good. Do I need to go get my arrow? Yeah, go get your arrow. Good idea. And you go and you start heading off to find your arrow. Do a search check. 17. You go over to the tree where it bounced off. You see the notch, the little dent it made. And not far from there, you find your arrow. It made it on top of some bushes. So it's kind of placed in there, but you're able to grab it. You see your mom grab the arrow out of the body of the shroomlet uh, and then starts to pick it up. And then she looks at you, lets go of the shroomlet and motions towards you to get down. And then she darts into some bushes behind her. You see three orcs coming up. They walk into the clearing. They walk up to the shroomlet and they're looking at the body, looking confused. They're kind of talking to each other. One of them has a shotgun. Two of them have SMGs. They look tough. And you can't see your mom. She's hiding. I silently start crying because I'm so scared. You're kind of far enough away that it's quiet. It's quiet enough. Okay, good. If they get too close, though, they'll know. All of a sudden, they start fanning out. They're heading off into different directions. One is heading kind of towards you. I try and sneak farther away from them. Roll a sneak check. 20! They fan out. They're heading out. You head further away. But your mom isn't able to see that. So all of a sudden, she gets up. You see her get up and start running. And the three orcs hear that, and they start running after her. I'm going to run after but as quietly as I can. Okay, roll a traverse check. 14. You're decent, but you are slower than them. Eventually, you're lost. You're lost in the woods. Uh Uh-oh. With my little bow and arrow, can I look for tracks? Footprints? Search, yeah. Uh, Another 14. You can't find any other people's footprints. You do see your own footprints from the way you came from. Okay. I go the opposite way of my footprints but I'm like hiding in bushes as I go. Just roll me I I just want you to roll luck. It's a five. (laughs) Okay. You definitely don't find anything. You get yourself even more lost. It's getting late. What do you do? (laughs) I don't know. I'm panicking. I try to look around for any other clues of anybody who's gone past. But do I see anything? No, you don't. I guess I'm just going to hide in a bush. You're there for a while. Roll a sneak check because you're hiding. A three. (laughs) Okay. You're there. You think you're hiding really well. And then you feel something falling on your head. Just a light little something. I move a little bit and then look up. Uh, You move and it's dirt raining on your head. And then your mom says, gotcha. Mom. I was scared. I'm sorry, kiddo. You shouldn't have. I was trying to protect you. I was running. Get them away from you. What What were you going to do? going to shoot them with my bow and arrow. You have one arrow, kiddo. My little hibiscus. 
You couldn't take all three of them. You got to be smart, okay? Okay. I can handle mice. I had lots of arrows if I needed to. I didn't kill them or anything. Yeah, but you only gave me one. Like, shouldn't I have been more prepared than that? Yes, you're right. You should have been. You're strong. You definitely should have had another one. Or two. Next time we do this, you can have a whole quiver of them. Okay. Can we go home now? Yeah, let's go grab that Stroomlet if we can still find it. Or maybe we'll have to hunt a new one. We'll set up camp and then we'll go home tomorrow. Okay. You set up camp. Same kind of deal. You have food and go to bed. Fire, lightning, dreams. The next day you wake up clean up camp. You manage to find that shroomlet the night before. Your mom is carrying it over her shoulders as you walk back to town. It takes you most of the day to get back to town. It's pretty much bedtime when you get home. She stops by the supply hut, drops off the shroomlet, and then you go to the house and you go to bed. Fire lightning again. Wake up the next day uh, and she takes you to the food storage place. Today, we've got to prep this shroomlet. We want to be able to freeze it and put it in storage and make sure it lasts. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I guess. Ooh, I just rolled to see if she knew you had the dagger on her, on you. Oh, of course she knows. She rolled a nat 20. <laughs> so she goes, well, why don't you take out your dagger? And then you need to cut the shroomlet into small pieces. You're going to make shroomlet steaks. So they've got to be not too thin, but also not too thick. They've got to be able to cook up. Wait, how did you know I had this? I'm your mom, kiddo. Nothing gets by me. Okay, but I really don't want to chop it up. I know it seems scary, but it is dead. You're not hurting it any more than it already is. It, it can't feel anything. Okay, I do it, but I, I frown the whole time. Yeah, roll a interact check. 11. A couple of times you start to make it too thin or too thick and your mom has to kind of help you. But overall, you do a decent job. They're definitely not portioned super well, though. I'm still frowning. And then you end up packaging them, wrapping them, storing them in a cold area. Actually, what would mushrooms would be like cold, like a cold, damp area? I don't right? know. I don't know. Anyway. Spend the rest of the day together. And then later that night, you're at home after dinner. She sits down on the floor and says, what color do you want for this week? Maroon. You got it, kiddo. And she pulls out this set of nail polish. She grabs out a maroon color. This color? Yes. And she starts painting your nails. You did great this week, my little hibiscus. I'm so proud of you. You're growing up so fast. Thanks. I like my nails. And then she stops and she looks at you and then she firmly grasps both of your arms and shakes you a little bit and says, stop growing up so fast. Never. No, you're getting too big. No. And she shakes and bounces away from you and is laughing. I laugh too. What was your favorite part of this week as she goes back to painting your nails? Picking flowers like always. Tomorrow we're going to go pick some more. It's been a week. It's tradition. Do you think we'll find my favorite? I don't know. But I think that the family has that garden back up. Should we steal it? No, no. <laughs> no stealing. Stealing is wrong. Whew, you are too much like me. She finishes painting your fingernails, and then she blows on them. 
Now, do you want to pick my color and paint mine? Yeah, let's do blue. Oh, blue. I love it. It's one of my favorite colors. I'm not very good at it, so I get some on her skin instead (laughs) of just on her nail. She doesn't even wipe off what you got on her skin. She doesn't scratch at it to try and remove it. She just leaves it and says, it's perfect. I love it. And then she walks you upstairs, tucks you into bed, kisses you on the forehead and says, sweet dreams, my sweet little hibiscus. Good night. And you go to bed. Fire and lightning dreams, of course, again. Wake up the next day. You went, you picked flowers. No hibiscuses, hibiscus but you got a beautiful bouquet. What was it this time? I would assume it's the same, same type of flowers, if that's what's around. Different ratio, but your mom said, I'll take this home, but why don't you go grab some ingredients for dinner? I'll let you pick. You pick whatever you want, and then I'll meet you at home. Okay. I get zucchini and mushrooms. You go to the community kitchen area where anybody can grab food. The other area is more for like storage or uh, emergency supplies, those types of things. So you just grab those enough to feed the both of you and you start walking back home. On your way home, a little boy, a few years younger than you, walks up to you and his hands are behind his back and he just is kind of staring down at his feet. Hi. He sort of looks up, but he doesn't quite get up to your eyes and then looks down again. Okay. I'm just going to start to walk past him. As you start to walk past, he quickly pulls a hand out from behind his back and he's holding it up right towards you in an offering manner in his hand. It's a red hibiscus. I grab it really quick. And immediately after you take it, he smiles for a second and then the smile fades and he runs off. I guess I just run home. Uh, Yeah, you run home. Your mom's there. Whoa, where'd you get the hibiscus? From some weirdo. From some weirdo? What do you mean? <laughs> there was just some kid with the flower and I took it. He, well, he gave it to me and I took it. Um, did, did you steal it? Did you take it? We talked <laughs> about this. He handed it to me and I took it. She squats down and looks at you. It's true. Okay. You're a good kid. I know. You're my sweet little hibiscus. You would never steal a hibiscus, surely, right? No, I would never. Never. She smiles and says, okay, well, I don't know about never, but I do believe you this time. I did see their garden. Their garden is looking great. They did have hibiscus. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe somebody's got a little crush on you. Ew, no. Oh, well, what did you get for dinner? Wait, let me guess. Dirt clods and skag poop. Disgusting. I got... Zucchini and mushrooms. Oh, of course. Oh, your second favorite meal, of course. It's my favorite, mom. It's my favorite. Oh, right. I knew. I knew that. I knew that. You end up eating, going to bed. You have your fire and lightning dreams. Next day, you're eating breakfast. That was really fun to spend the week with you. But I've got a lot of stuff to do. And I'm sure that you want to go and see your friends. I saw two of your friends. It looks like they made a new friend. There's a new kid in the group. Maybe you'll get along with them too. I guess. All right. You gonna go? Yeah. All right. I love you, my little hibiscus. Bye, mom. Bye. And she waves. Goodbye. We join Mercurius, Tarquin, and Good Boy. You are meeting up at the spot that you always meet up in the morning, trying to figure out what to do this day that'll be different. 
and you look down the street and there's this little girl walking towards you. She's wearing this long, flowy blue shirt. She's got dark pants on underneath it, some boots, and she's walking up. You make eye contact. Almost immediately, your eyes adjust and she's taller. And it is Phaleon. And the same thing happens with Phaleon. She sees you all and she feels like she grows taller. Her line of sight grows taller and she sees the three of you and recognizes you immediately. And we all do that Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. Thanks so much for listening to Friend Info Adventure Co. We are so grateful that you all are listening. If you want to show a little extra love, you could always go on your social medias and share it. Tell us something that you're enjoying about the show or go rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Good Pods if you haven't already done that. It really means a lot to us. I don't know if it helps the algorithm anymore. I hear conflicting statements on that, but either way, it makes us all feel real good. And if you want to interact with us, you can interact at FF Adventure Co. on all of the social medias. You can come hang out in our Discord. The link is in the link tree that's in the episode description. It wasn't there before. I've added it since then. There's occasionally times where you can add something to the show, kind of like items. I do that on the social medias. But beyond that, like right now, there is a trauma table. So there's permanent traumas and temporary traumas. So when the characters die, they come back with one of these and you can make them up. And my ultimate goal is to have over 100, have 100 at least. That way they can roll, you know, a D100 and then get one of these random traumas and then we can credit you when you when your trauma is rolled. I think that would be really fun. Right now, I've got just by myself over 20. I'm recording this outro 45 minutes before this episode releases. I've never done it that close to the wire. But I did manage to get this out on time. I know I said it might be a week late, but it isn't. So the next episode should come out the 23rd. But again, schedules are kind of hectic right now. So it's possible that it could get pushed back. And if I get it done within a day, I might just release it late, but it might end up getting pushed back a week. Just a heads up. So either the 23rd, 24th, or the 30th, but I promise I'm going to do my absolute best to get it out on the 23rd. So that's all. Remember to keep your pants up because you got a badass, badass. The Hunter Everything goes white. You don't feel the fire and the electricity. It's relief. You shoot up. You look around. Whoa, we sh- I'm not into that. Shoot up. Shoot up. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, go, good boy I, I, is my dealer. I have to get some stuff from him first. You go into a big kitchen area and there is porridge 
and fruits and veggies. Uh, no, no veggies. <laughs> That's not a breakfast food. <laughs> What's the matter? You've hardly touched your broccoli cereal. <laughs> okay. Unless you want to sleep dirty. Do you want dirt in your hair? And she grabs like a little dirt and throws... Cocks all over it. No! <laughs> I know it seems scary, but it is dead. You're not hurting it any more than it already is. It, it can't feel anything. Okay. I do it, but I, I frown the whole time. And it screams, ah! <laughs> <laughs> 